0: This call is now being recorded. Hey, Song Ray. (laughs) Hey, now, How are you doing? Something else? Oh, fine. It has been a long day, so I'm just glad to decompress and just talk about
1: dramas rather than everything else in the world. How has (laughs) your weekend been? My weekend has been well. Got my flu shot and it kind of took me down for a day. I had the fever and the kind of tiredness out of whack, and my arm had a huge lump on it. But I'm feeling so much better today, so I'm grateful that those decided. Oh, you know what? Decided. I'm
0: a horrible friend because you did text me that, and it was like, oh, I have to ask her about that, and I completely forgot. So <sighs>
1: it I mean, is big, what it is.
0: How big did your arm swell up? Like, what was going on?
1: But this is you like know the
0: before too, right?
1: Yeah, the injection site where you get the the shot, so it swells up and it turns into a hard lump and it's hot to touch. But it's it's much better today because yesterday, like it was uncomfortable to even lay on my right side. Oh yeah, I want to say that
0: every time you've gotten a flu shot that I can remember, you've had that issue.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, man, yeah. I mean, I I've heard that the flu shot. Like knocks people down, my mother, one of my coworkers, I was kind of out of sorts because I was getting other stuff done. And I was like, okay, let me throw in a a flu shot. And when I got home, I was like, dead to the world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I'm so glad that you're feeling better. And, you know, health isn't um, cheap or painless, unfortunately. No, right? (laughs) Like, you try to be a good steward of your own body, and it's like, okay, let me knock you back for a second, you know, because you get penalized for being, for doing the right thing. but right. Good for you. So I know that you found a nice little corner away from your right side, um, and watched some K dramas. I did,
1: I did. K dramas, so, C dramas, yes, yeah, all in. <laughs>
0: So we, you know, we've been doing the, um, or we're trying to do the video that shows what our current list is, but that's current for that two seconds, because we're always adding dramas and dropping dramas and stuff like that. So we thought we'd follow up with a phone call and just talk about what we're watching and why, and then just uncut, drop it for you guys to listen to. So, because you <laughs> watch way more dramas than I do. I have 11, and I'm like, I know you must have, like, 30. So, you start your list, because I'm sure your list is longer.
1: Um, uh, Just slightly, not, not too, too much.
0: <laughs>
2: right uh-huh. now,
1: I um picked up Cheer Up, which I don't even know what made me click play, but I did, because it really looked like, you know, I don't know if you all have ever seen the American drop the American uh, TV movie where it was about cheering, and then they had a follow up to it. And I was like, okay, this kind of seems like that's what it might be. And to a degree, it is, but it has some other elements that I'm enjoying. So there's like a little mystery going on and a little thriller happening in there. So it's interesting to kind of watch. I'm on episode four because that's the most current. I finished up this uh, yesterday. So, kind of, you know, seeing where they're going. We've got a love triangle, of course, happening, and we'll see what goes on with that. Um, and honestly, it's about to turn into a square from the last episode, episode four. Looks so like a square is beginning to form. But, you know, it's
0: interesting. Wait, 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 what trauma is this again?
1: Cheer up. Wait,
0: spell that? I'm
1: currently watching it on Vicky. What is it on Vicky? Vicky! I miss you. No, I'm i not missing. I watch it.
0: I look at it every day. I'm talking up the side of my neck. Oh, there's something called cute cute bodyguard, too. But, you know, she don't look like she wants the fight or she can fight. Wait. And you said tear up? Oh, cheer up. Here. Oh, she? Oh, okay. Because I couldn't hear it. I was like, what the heck? What's she talking about? Oh, yeah, that whole... You did kind of, I saw something that you posted where they look, uh, do
1: they look as wholesome? Are they acting as wholesome as they look? For the most part, yeah, it's not that. We're not going down those roads. We just have some, like, some mystery and some other things happening. So, you know, like I said, it seemed like it was going to just be that whole concept of the cheer squad and, how they overcame, but I think they realized, let's not go down that exact road, and they've added in some things, so I give them credit for that. Well, I'm, I'm also watching, because Cheer Up, like I said, that's just, you know, I push play, and since I push play, I kind of got caught, so I'm we'll see how far I go with this, because lately I've been the drama drop queen. Uh, You know, in the past, that was not my thing, but now I'm like, eh, if it doesn't hold my attention, then yeah, it gets dropped real quick. Um, Season of Blossom. I am loving that. Seasons of Blossom. I'm also watching that on Viki. Um, that is starring my guy, uh, Seo Ji Hoon. He is the lead. And then you have So Yeon, who is the, yes, who is the female lead. And it's a story about, the present and the past so you're hearing about her past when she was in high school she's now a teacher and she's teaching at the high school that she went to and she had her first love and her only love the man is gone he has passed away but she is still oh. stuck when i tell you stuck whoo wee, girl she's still stuck so you're learning about her past love life and Hopefully, we get a resolution by the end because she got a man pursuing her, but she is giving him no airtime, no play, no nothing. He getting the, the hard, we friends fist.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: no. I've been happy to watch it. Once
0: she said her first look was gone and then she stayed stuck on, you know, whatever. I'm like, man. But you know what? I've seen her in some other stuff. Where going I see her in? Because she seems to be playing a teenager. What else has she been in? Let's look um,
1: she's been in Doctor Romantic, Two Birth Care Center, A Love So Beautiful, Love Struck in the City, I Hate Going to Work. Wow, guys! A show a drama called Not All Right, but It's All Right. My Healing Love, and then she's been in a few movies—just three movies.
0: Maybe it was
1: A Love So Beautiful. Yeah, I said the exact same thing because that's why I know what the list is. I went to look like I've seen her before, but I couldn't really place where I had seen her. And when I looked at her drama list, yeah, I don't really know any of those. So I'm trying to figure out where do I like maybe it was Dr. Romantic too. I don't know if I watched that, though. <coughs> I watched I Birth Sims because she went, was only in one episode. Well, I think for me it was
0: A Love So Beautiful because I remember her like looking at the synopsis. I remember her chasing after this dude, like, I really like you. Here, here, have a card. Like, she was, for real, on thirst trap, you know, like thirsty, not thirst trap. She was
1: on super thirst. She was parched for that dude. So I remember that is that. hilarious.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the other thing, because I don't know why, but I thought she was much older. She's only 28. Oh, you know, I thought
0: she was much, not like she had to be much older than that. You know, I didn't think she was 22. Let me put it that way.
1: So but something about, I didn't think she was in her twenties. I thought she was thirties
0: oh okay okay i i I thought she was definitely just not nineteen. You know what I'm right. saying like you can you can tell when kind of um an adult is playing a teenager type versus the ones who are closer a little bit closer to teenager so um yeah, especially I don't know, I don't know how their stuff works anymore. I used to know pretty much, okay, a teenage show would not have any kind of like strong kissing because of the age, but then, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling. Um, well, so Any yeah, other teenage show? Or did you have something more about that?
1: No, I'm going on to my next drama. Next oh. drama would be Gas Electronics. So I wanted to know uh. your opinion, because I saw your post, but I was like, eh, I'm not sure what she's saying. Um, eccentric, is that what you were getting at? What did I say? Do you remember? I cannot remember exactly. Uh, let me see if um, I can say it. But go ahead. Yeah, no, ahead it's definitely gas,
0: satiric. It's yeah. definitely funny. Um, in, in some ways, I was I was not fully prepared. You know how, like, when you're ready for a sweet but you get a savory or vice versa? I was only watching it because you had talked it up and you were like, this is cracking me up. I'm having belly laughs. I was like, well, damn, okay, let me go check it out. But I was unprepared for how irreverent it was.
1: Irreverent is the word you use. Yes, go ahead.
0: Okay. So I was unprepared for that because that clip, I mean, there were clips, there were scenes before that that were like funny, but it was when it got to that clip um, that I posted um, at, about like he's coming out the hospital, and he's been pro Japanese and they ask him a question, and he's like i I am a Korean citizen, but he uses a Japanese accent, and I can hear the Japanese accent. I was like, these fools are ridiculous, right like, care' what, they don't care what they talk about, so I was like, okay, so i'm I'm continuing to watch. I don't know if I'm going to be as faithful as you are." But it feels like a solid sitcom to watch. And I I can agree with what you mentioned before about, like, the male lead and the female lead eventually getting together. I can totally see that happening. Um, But initially, he was getting on my last damn nerve. And you know him running after that other chick who had no interest in him whatsoever <laughs> about being part of from the other gender right, or one of the other genders, you know he was like hyper parsed. I was like, "How you like, okay, so I understand that it's a trope to make one of the characters stupid <laughs> and silly because that is where the comedy comes from." But I was like, you didn't notice the chick ain't treading for you, even though you buying all her bills and doing her favors and stuff. Like, mm. it was getting on my nerves. It was getting on my nerves. So I was just so Girl. happy when when his heart got broken. I mean, in a, in a rare twist, I was just like, break his heart, break his heart. God, I break his heart. Like, I I wanted it to be done so that we could just keep on with the, you know, show without this thing hanging over that he's I this chick a second
1: I am anyway, what I think, think it was hilarious for me simply because if I don't know how far you got, but further in, they tell you he he proposed to her or like he confessed to her. Ten times. Up to ten, like nine, this was going to be right. the tenth. And it was right. like, dude, really? And even as she's trying to, the coworker is trying to tell him, uh, hey, I really, you know, don't think, oh, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to work hard. And I'm like, oh, the shit was just hilarious because it was that whole obtuseness that just made me go Dude, you just gonna keep on pressing down this road, knowing, I mean, like in your heart of hearts, you know she don't call you, she don't come. Uh, the only time she calls is when she wants something. She doesn't come checking for you, and you over here worried about her seeing you with your coworker. Dude, please, it was just funny to me. It was funny. He, he was the perfect dude, Cause, and
0: then you know, yeah. like yeah. it, it was. It's a good show. Like, is he looking for belly laughs now? Nah. Do so you have to pay attention so you don't miss some of the Oh, well, yeah. Nuance of funny? Yes. Like don't don't like focus on other things cuz you're gonna miss a joke. You're gonna miss something interesting. Um, uh, but the character is the table. The table is freaking hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> every time, every time with him, I don't understand what that cowlick is doing either. It's yes, like oh, I'm telling like, like, you, need Cal- to. I'm like y'all didn't even need to add the Calvin because he's ridiculous. But they, it's like that's just icing on the cake. And then of course I fully expect him to get with Chick, who is the can-do chick, but kind of got drunk and all that stuff. I fully expect sure. them to get together. Yeah. So, so but he's so he's obtuse too, but in a different way. So it's it's you know it'd be interesting after the. Um, Series ends if we do a podcast about it because okay. because
2: even the manager
1: just, girl the manager is Looney Toon, the head manager but right. did you see where he fell in love with power the the Alexa type thing no girl I haven't gotten to that yet. oh hell that shit's so funny he falls in love with the Alexa type thing and it's talking to him and he thinks he has just made it in heaven till he hears her say the same stuff to everybody. <laughs>
0: And as I was saying. say, it is ridiculous times 10, but it's, you know, it's lovable in its own way. I, I yeah. would liken it to the office, you know, because there are yeah. obvious, you know, parallels. But the one big thing that gives in the office is it's like there's no camera following. It's not that kind of Mm-mm. feel. But other than that, it's very much the office. It's very much people who are over-the-top, ridiculous. Dude, who doesn't have hair? Like I don't know what oh, to do The hair and stuff. I'm like, jeez
1: Louise. And do you so, catch the commercials at the end? I think so. I they have one. like whole commercials, whole commercials that they have created at the end for these products that they playing around with. So yes. the commercial he did with the one for the the hair thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're ridiculous. They are. So,
0: and and so I don't know if you have a chance if
1: you're looking for something light
0: like and funny then definitely that. What else are you watching?
1: I am watching Love for Love is for suckers and I had done a little video about that because I was really excited about Idahy and uh, Kim Siwon doing a drama together and yeah they they're hitting the mark for Choi Ch- Ch- Siwon. I'm sorry I said Kim. I apologize, Choi Siwon from Super Junior. He is the male lead, and then Ide, Ida, he is the female lead. But I was excited about them doing a drama together anyway, because I was like, oh, I want to see what they bring. Well, I'm enjoying this one. It's good. Um, it's Have you started it? Have you watched it?
0: Yeah, I watched, like, at least most of the first episodes.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: here's the thing. I agree with you. When you see those two actors, because she's from first WWW, and he's been like, like, from everything else. He's hyper-popular. Okay, so I'll say this. With him, he's hit or miss for me because he always plays the goofy dude.
1: He yes, always he plays that. yes, he does. Yes, he
0: does. And as handsome as he is, as talented as talented as he is, I want to see him in something else. Like, I want him to not be the goofy dude every time. And I had to just, and he's not super goofy in this one, but I just had to reconcile, okay, that's what he's bringing to the table. And so I like the way it started. I like their friendship. Clearly she's, you know, in them streets trying to find love and all that good stuff. And, but I just, I don't know. It's not on my list. It was like I was just about to put it on my list because I was, as a current watch in my channel list, you know, not a plus. We're not getting paid by these people. We do need to. We'll see what we can do one day. Uh, <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's not grabbing me like all that. Like I don't know. They they seem they seem equally paired, like balanced as a couple and their friendship. I just don't know if I want to watch them.
1: I hear you, I hear you, because it's not one of the, yes for me, but it is a you know what, I've enjoyed this, I'm I'm you know, loving their interactions and banter and how they work together so I want to keep watching, I want to keep seeing where they go mm. what else I- I'm also watching Blind which is not on any streaming service before you ask um, so bam. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> Blind has uh, Tekyon from 2 p.m. and Ha Seokjin and Jung Unji. Jung the three of them are like this power power crime team where they're working to solve murders together. He's a judge. Uh, his name is Sung Kun. He's a judge. Sung Jun is the brother. He's a detective, and Unki was a juror in one of the trials that they both kind of converged on. He was the judge for the trial and uh Sung Jun was the one who had to come in testify he had brought the killer to, you know, justice. Any which way, they that's how they all met, but eventually the detective gets accused of murder and they are on a search. She winds up hiding him, the brother comes to help out and yeah, it's just been a real interesting because at first I thought it was gonna be thriller. And I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know if I want to watch this because I don't do thrillers really well. But it's more mystery and figuring out the who done it. So I'm enjoying that. That part is keeping me. And they're doing a great job with their, their roles. They're doing a great job, the three of them. So where are you watching it you
0: on know, a sketch site? Hmm? Where are you watching it? On a sketch site?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No need to say more. Like, right. Oh, so I was like, hmm? Hmm? <laughs> Right. Why'd you know that? Yeah, no, uh, I saw blind in passing and I was like, oh, nice for them And I kept it moving. I was recognizing they wanted to do y'all, but I don't care.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I'm 2 p.m. loose over here, so techie almost is what I had to watch. Right, uh, that's fine. Yes, yes. But um,
0: uh, I'm like, I, I don't have it in me to be on a skip site doing the most. You know, you me and my
1: VPN. Me and my VPN.
0: Girl. But um, that. next, oh,
1: since we're talking 2 p.m., um, I'm also watching something called My Bubble Tea. Watching out on Vicky That has Nikun in it, and I'm enjoying that as well. Now, this is really, really like bubblegum kind of show where, you know, they are very silly. There's a – there's uh not mystery, geez, what's the word I want? Magic. They're dealing with, you know, the family is supposedly magic and witches and whatnot and the stuff that they do to bring these people together, but I'm trying to figure out who is she going to wind up with. So it's a serious, serious love triangle and you can't figure out if she's going to wind up with the CEO of the company or if she's going to wind up with this guy who got caught in their magic. She had the magic removed from him, but she's now trying to see does he really like her or was it always the magic all along? So that's, you know, cutesy and just something light to watch. Nothing major. Just, you know, it's on my list. Um, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. what's interesting about like, those kinds of shows, if you're mentally prepared for them, then they're great. They're great. They're palate cleansers, you know, especially if you're coming off of some crazy thriller or something else. Mm-hmm. They're great. But if you have any kind of expectation or more, I and mean, then you, you watch that, you feel unsatisfied. Right. You to like really balance that out. Like, you, it's sometimes, sometimes the show that you add, you just go, I'm going to let you sit for like a month or two and then I'll come and really watch you because then you can give it the respect it deserves.
1: Versus, right.
0: is, you know, because some shows are just not going to be um, rich. They're not going to be like silly. You're not going to. I, I even felt that way a little bit about business proposal, Like, Business proposal was fun, but it became an acquired taste for me because it wasn't, you know, initially it wasn't heavy enough for me. I wanted, like, the way you can watch um, Love and Contract, and that has a little bit more to it going on, some of these shows really are just supposed to be light and airy and bubble tea. <laughs> supposed to be you know they're not supposed to be like feeling or change your life or or, or make you feel deep thoughts where, or, or think deep thoughts so you know I'm glad that you have that as kind of a balance so what else do you have
1: I got my or uh, the bad prosecutor well bad prosecutor not the bad but bad prosecutor that is featuring Do Soo, who is also known as D.O. from XO the K-pop band um E. Sehi and Hajun, and I'm enjoying this as well. It's another whodunit, what's going on in there, trying to catch bad guys. He's a prosecutor, but when I tell you he's horrible, he's freaking horrible. He do all kinds of stuff he ain't got no business doing, but there he goes doing it. She's his supervisor, and she gets caught up in his hijinks. The other one is basically a prosecutor as well, but working against them. He's always doing the bid of the bad guys. Mm. The, you know, the bad, the true bad prosecutors. So, well, you know, it's an
0: interesting little story. Well, you know, it's interesting that I did see Bad Prosecutor over the last like two days. I didn't watch it, but I pulled it up in my trauma list because I was looking. Um, Kim Sang Ho, the male actor, the older male actor, is in um, May It Please the Court. And oh, okay. I was like, and I was like, this dude is like a solid journeyman actor. Like he mm-hmm. shows up, he delivers, and you know whether he's funny, serious, whatever, and he's out the door. Because I love key have to wonder about his role in um, uh, May It Please the Court. And so I was like, let me look him up, and I I surely did see Bad Prosecutor, and then read it, and I was like, this dude's too young for me. Like <laughs> you know I don't wanna you know the Axel Foley of, Korea, of South Korea you know I don't want to see you know how he's like the, the you know not the Axel Foley because he's not a cop but you know like I don't want to see you know the the bad boy being bad again I'm like but um, it was just interesting because I was like when you said bad pro- prosecutor I was like how do I know this and then I had to look down I was like that's I, I know I know doing all kinds of surfing and research. Anyway, uh, what else are you watching?
1: I am watching Young Actors Retreat, which has been very fun. You know, I like variety shows. This is a mixture of the cast from Love and Moonlight, Love in the Moonlight, Ida Class, and The Sound of Magic. And they're just doing, you know, different little things, different little activities. The director directed all three of those dramas so he got all of them to come together and you get to just kind of see how they formulate friendships because honestly aside from working together they didn't know each other you had some who had crossed because oh I worked on this drama with him so I knew him or I worked on that drama with her so I knew her but it wasn't very many of that and very much of that and so you know they were kind of in their little groups and then just seeing how they become friends hanging out uh, you know, drinking, doing they they activities like going, zip lining, um, playing games together so they did the thing where they fly into the pool, you answer a question wrong and you fly into the pool or you get water poured on you so they had done that. Just different little things and so that has been interesting and I've been enjoying it. So do you and think again, while watching- oh,
0: okay. <laughs> okay. And while watching it, do you think could you see potential um, love connections going on or is it really just like, like nah, doing... that,
1: yeah they're not okay. doing that kind of thing like you you see friendships forming like folks talking to each other and hanging out or oh okay look at this because I don't think that Park Bo and oh shoot how could I forget oh Wong Wong and Yup, I don't think they knew each other prior to this, or maybe in passing, but like they became buddies, and you kind of saw their friendship happening.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that's still good. That's still, you know, interesting to see, oh, okay, when five years down the line, you're like, how did they end each other's weddings? Well, it started here.
1: <laughs> right, right. The oh, other thing I'm like, oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh,
0: uh, I was just going to ask you, I I forget the name of the drama, but when I was taking it, um, Sunray's
1: house, I was that's like, exactly where uh, I was about to go. Yeah, okay, go okay. I was going to ask you about like, that drama. <laughs> so that's oh, that drama is that called, called His Man. It's a reality show as well. I'm watching that on Kokowa. His Man now, Bad Prosecutor is also on uh, Kokowa as well. So you can watch it there. And Cheer Up is on Kokowa as well. Um, but let me see. His Man is the one I'm watching where it is a South Korean dating show but it's for gay men, and I'm loving it. Like, I'm loving how they're interacting, the way they're getting to know each other, the things that they're saying and doing, because it's kind of interesting to hear them share their reasons for why they were sparked the interest in someone or what made them want to try it out, you know, want to try, I'm going to go ask this one for a date or I'm going to call this one. So I've been enjoying it. It's, it's pretty good so far. I think I have, let me see. I got, like, five more episodes, and I'll be done with that. But, yeah, that one, that's good so far. I'm liking it.
0: So, um, did the guy that they thought was going to be the bad guy, you know, kind of the young one?
1: is, mm, is he was kind of being
0: funky in that?
1: So, okay, no. He, because he's the youngest, I think that's probably why he acts, acted like he did and why he acts like he does. He, um you know, kind of self-centered about himself, wanting to make sure everything flows the way he wanted it to flow. But as he's beginning to get to know these guys and talk to them and trying to, like, get his love interest eye and seeing that his love interest, yes, is interested in him, but also interested in someone else, he's, you know, kind of having to mellow himself out a little bit and pull it in. He's been the resident uh, makeup person. He's making everybody's faces up in the morning. And, like, they're not putting on – one of them is a drag queen, but they're not doing drag queen makeup. But, you know, like, just your regular foundation makeup stuff that they do. <coughs> yeah, they've been doing, you know, he's the one helping hook everybody up in the morning. There's one who I really, like, feel for because he's the second youngest. So he's the, I think it's Kim chan He has not seemed to spark any kind of anything. Like, he liked somebody. He told them about it. And, yeah, that's as far as it going. Wow.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering yeah, about how that dynamic would worked. you know, the men in the house and, like, how people would determine who they – because I only really watched the first episode, and so, if I remember correctly, um, and so I didn't get – like, it was all filtered and new, right, and I didn't mm-hmm. get a feel for how they would interact with each other or their personalities and who was kind of, you know, interested in who, that kind of thing, so – I don't know. I'm glad you like it.
1: Yeah. Also, the law, the law cafe, Kokoa. I'm watching that. I'm on episode ten now. I'm going to just be transparent and honest. While I love me some sung Gi, and I mean I love me some sung Gi, um, and I like se Young. She was in the Red Sleeve. She was the female mm-hmm. lead in the Red Sleeve. Um, the drama is just kind of like, eh, I don't know. It's going. They're doing too many twists and turns for me. I guess that's where I'm at. Like, we already had one twist. We fix it. Then we look up, here's another, another lawyer. So, of course, cases are coming. So kind of think in terms of Attorney Wu where you have these different cases you're working out. But then there's this big overarching case that started from when her when she was a child that they are trying to, I guess, rectify that her father was accused of something. And so – I don't know. Something about it is just not click, clicking for me. Mind you, I'm on episode 10, which means I have given it more than enough room and time, but I'm not sure I'll finish this. I'm I'm trying to stick with it, but I'm not sure I'll finish it. Well, now, Have I mean, you been watching Law La Cafe? I started
0: watching Law Cafe, and I gave up on it way earlier than you did. Okay. And it's not because I dislike it it's because it felt empty to me. Yeah, um, yeah. And and the thing is I think that there are humorous bits, so it's not the humor. I don't I like the male lead. There's I don't I don't know. It's something about it. I don't know if it's the female lead. I don't know what it is, but it is very light to me. And it's not even just that it's light to me. It's light like I just don't care. Like I, it wasn't even like I was like, Oh, I hate this. And I'm walking away. I just forgot about it. <laughs> I just went mm. and I get a whole, I think you told me to do a pull a clip and the clip was funny. I was like, Oh, that's a dope clip. And I put it out and that was as interesting as it was to me. Like after she helped old boy who seemed to have mental problems I was good. I was and and I like it's not like individually the characters aren't interesting. I really like the male lead. I like that he has his cousin and their friends. I like all of that. But there isn't heft or maybe it is maybe there's a lack of enough chemistry for me. There's something well, maybe he's not have enough swagger for me because I have to – because I wonder if the male lead from Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha, if he was in – you King know, like if his character was in the Law Cafe and, and had extra, like, oomph, um, if that would – you know, an extra arrogance, if that would make up for it. I don't know.
1: I think Lee Sun-Gee has all of what you're saying – it's this. This just ain't the the mix. This ain't the the put together. I don't know. Right, and 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 I agree with you. Like even the whole, um,
0: you know, overarching mystery that is. It's almost like I want that to go to the forefront because I just don't care about them having cases. Like I don't either. So I just and you know the the gift is that there are so many dramas right now, so I'm not harsh. I can can cross this off and not feel guilty or wonder, what am I going to watch? Am I going to have to? Oh, my God, am I going to have to watch American television? No, I'm not there. I'm (laughs) good. There's something else around the corner, Chinese, Japanese, anything else. (laughs) I I watch my American shows, too, like, no (laughs) disrespect. I'm joking. But I can let go
1: of Long Cafe with no problem. Yeah, um, I feel like it's on the drop for me as well, but, you know, I was trying to be, you know me, I tried to give them room, and my try used to be, watch to the end, but I can't any further. My final, because the other ones that I'm watching are kind of like, they're sitting there, i watch one episode, then I move on, like Master in the House. I've never left Master in the House, so I'm still there. Um, I started the... What is it? Han nochi no hare, the Japanese version of Boys Over Flowers. I'm watching part two. I've not finished that. I've been sitting on that for a minute. Um, but the next one was H K Coin. So H K Coin is a variety show as well. And again, one of my 2 p.m. guys. So I'm watching three dramas for 2 p.m. guys. <laughs> 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 but this one is, and I, honestly, four, because I forgot about the other one that I'm in love with, and I'm about to tell you about that in a second, because we've got some drama going on, but um, this one is basically, they are flipping coins to determine their fate and activities that they do, like they flip a coin to see if you go on bungee jump, flip a coin to see if you're going to go out on the street, I know, right, flip a coin to see if you're going to go out on the street and promote the show, flip a coin to see if you're going to go out and have to do these different errands in order to get to stay in a five-star hotel that's so expensive they asses had me holler and talking about i couldn't afford this on my own i'm like oh gosh that's they didn't took y'all to the top notch of to the top notch if y'all can't afford it and these are all celebrities but any which way it's just been a you know cool little wa- uh watch seeing them and watching the drama and the not drama but watching the different activities that they're doing and the people they meet along the way so that's the other Variety I'm watching from my 2 p.m. guys. Um, the second one with the same 2 p.m. guy U Young, he is in Street Man Fighter. Street Man Fighter is a dance variety show. So you hmm. have eight different groups. They're all like different dance groups. They do battling. Some of them are known for crumping. Some are known for some dance they call that I do not know the name of it. I said, oh, this is how you know I'm terrible. I don't know names of dances. I just know how to do them. But, um, <laughs> right. But they, you know, like have their different dance styles. Some are very K-pop. Some are very uh, B-boy, do the B-boy style. Some do, you know, hip-hop dance. So they have all these different dance styles that they do for each group. Some groups have people who have been choreographing, doing choreography for major south korean k-pop groups and have helped do choreography for them so they have this guy called vada who's on a in a group called we them boys and he's like younger compared to the other guys so his style is very hip and fresh and so he created this song for or not song he created a dance for zico just came back from the military not too long ago and he put out this new song and he you know they wanted choreography to go with it so he did this dance and girl, it became drama. I was like, Oh my god, really is drama from the freaking variety show? But someone accused him of biting their dance style, mm. group accused him of biting their dance style and I mean like they have gone all in. He even posted an apology on his Instagram That's <laughs> not. about it. So I'm just like, Oh, this is this is you know, it's a good show. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying
0: it. Yeah. I mean, Plus I like music
1: know. and dance. So
0: Right, no, Song Rae definitely is for the, you know, reality slash variety show, like, you, I swear you should do, like, a side thing where you can talk about those, like, we just do, like, I'll just listen and go, uh-huh, for real, no, you know, <laughs> because you be all in it. and so, and if we can, you know, kind of drag some friends in, that's the be ideal, because I don't even really watch American reality shows anymore. It's too sordid. It's just too nasty and dirty. So it's nice that, you know, there's an alternative in at least, you know, Korean reality shows. But I just, I, I'm, not, I'm not in them the way you are.
1: So I don't my final, before I oh. shift over to you is I haven't watched it yet. It cu- it came out yesterday under the Queen's Umbrella on Netflix. I am starting that today. So episode one and two, one was yesterday, two came out today. I'm starting it because I was really excited about it and cannot wait to, now that i finished doing all of my prep for the week, got my clothes washed, everything together, I can t- sit back and watch those two before it's time for bed. So. <laughs> okay, so we have your list. And nothing Oh, false. Okay. Yes, false for the cause. We were supposed to be talking about a question you asked me online. So, I watched Love Between Fairy and Devil, and I finished it. That's how come it wasn't on this list? I'm looking at my watch list. I finished it. But that drama, when I tell y'all, ho, 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 it's, yes, I mean, uh, no, Lord, it's Chinese. I watched it on Viki. No, I watched it on Netflix, but it is also on Viki as well as I, Ike, I-Q-I-Y-I, Ike. So it's on those, as well as it says here, WeTV, but I don't know what WeTV TV is, but that's what my drama list has listed. Not might be YouTube. Anyway. Hmm? That might be YouTube. Ah, okay. But any which way, the drama... Three, six episodes, but I watched it like a champ because, man, when I tell you, <laughs> once I got in, oh, gosh, it just takes you. It has all of the stuff I love, like with Alchemy of the Souls. It has the time period pieces. You've got the magic and the mystery happening. You've got the good versus the evil. You, you've you got the espionage going on. Like It's all kind of stuff, and I loved every minute of it. Plus, the love story was legit. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, because when you first talked about it, you were frustrated by the female lead, like you thought she was like slow. And then somewhere in there, you did tell me, "Oh, okay, they flipped the switch, and and it makes sense." And so I was like, oh, "Okay, great." But I'm not necessarily one for historical fantasy flowing outfits and dramas, so it takes a lot for me <laughs> to watch. Like it took every bit of me to at least initially watch Alchemy of Souls. Like it took me until episode five or six before I was like, Okay, I'm gonna stay. Like that those episodes cemented it for me. But when you talked about the fairy and the henchmen or whatever it's
1: called, I was like <laughs> <laughs> what's it called again? <laughs> Love the twin fairy and devil is a they call okay. it a I don't know how to pronounce it, is it a Kia Kia but X I A M X I A. That's the terminology for these types of dramas, the Chinese ones. Okay, yeah, I'm. I'm like, you can't even get me with
0: the. Okay, so let me say this. Historically, I always knew Chinese dramas to be this way, so it was always interesting when I would see a Korean one that way because I'd be like, oh, look at the Korean trying to be Chinese, you know? Like that just, and then I went about my business um, because if they have the whole thing where they need in the trees and floating back and forth yes.
1: yes right okay yeah i don't know her. I I'm, telling
0: all
1: you, that shit. <laughs> I'm laughing because I even got my aunt who is just like come into the K-drama scene and she's, oh, I've seen everything on Netflix. So I'm like, girl, please, let me tell you. Have exactly. you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen? No, Yo, write them down. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you ain't seen me one. I promise. Netflix shows you only what you watch because you just started. But if you've been watching for some time now, Netflix is going to get you hooked up because there's all kind of stuff out there. But yeah, that one um I'm so glad that I finally because I had no intention of watching I'll be honest with you I had no intention of watching because you know I'm not really a Chinese drama watcher and I told you why it was because for me it was too many of the kind the I'm saying Kia but I could be real wrong Xena Xiana I don't know whatever X-I-A-N-X-I-A says those types of dramas used to drive me a little batty because sometimes it seemed like they were so over the top and Mm -hmm. I just couldn't take it. So I really didn't plan on watching this but I kept hearing people talk about it. So I'm like, eh, let me just see. So I pushed play and then I called something else because I was like, What the fuck is this? This chick is running around whiny face and da da this and oh ah, I don't know about this. I'm not gonna be able to watch this, da da, da. then when I saw episode two and she had taken Kitch exchange bodies with old boy and her whole persona was different, I'm like, Oh hell yeah. Wait a minute, I like this <laughs> Right, Cause, because when, because when Sung Rang was
0: complaining about it, I was just thinking to myself, why are you watching this? Like, can't you tell it's going to be crazy? Like, and, and you gave me the impression she was a dingbat. So when she kind of put the switch, I was like, okay, great. You know, because I don't want you wasting your time on, like, trash drama. Like, you know, I I'll, I'll hope that the drama gets better or changes somehow. And sometimes that's really how it is. It's like they lead you in one way, and then they're like, but wait. You know, you know, let's flip the the switch. You're going to get something different now. And and clearly that's what happened with this one. So, congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations (laughs) on the 32 episodes. 36, girl. Woo! Woo! (laughs) You got through it. Congratulations. Um, Okay. So, I'm going to give you my list. Hold on just a second. Let me do something here. Because I think I mentioned, you know, speaking of old-fashioned shows, um, historical old-fashioned. Speaking of historical shows, um, the only one I had on my list and I finished, and it was also um, a long one at 40 episodes, was A Great Splendor. Right. I oh, say, yeah I, I will I will watch them. I just don't need them. I don't mind about them floating in the in the clouds and fighting. I don't care, you know, with these humongous swords. I don't care about all that. I just needed to like I need the characters to be the way they need to be. Like maybe a little bit more modern or, you know, that's why I kinda of like the red sleeve because it was more modern. I need something there. I can't I can't have her be wishy washy and him just be all puffed up like and that's why I love the dream of Splendor. Now I know some Ray is not in love with this show because she said it looks cute to her, but for me it was it was everything. Yeah, I remember what you said about my show. Yeah. She <laughs> was like it's
1: I was like, But you talk about flying around like look let just
0: let me just defend my show for a second. Possibly a soul. Some people didn't get dirty except for the one time when she was about to drink some mud. Like, they had the most pristine clothing ever. Like, they were, it was so unrealistically perfect on that show. And i was like, how are you going to come for, for, um, come for a dream of splendor? Yes. Is
1: it like? I said it was low budget. Okay. That was It was seen. low budget. God. Somebody
0: watched A of <laughs> Splendor. Tell me what you think, because damn really it, it wasn't. It wasn't. There's was no CGI out the up in that that bitch. <laughs> it was all You're scenes. you None at all. All scenes. It was good. It was, it, and the only reason those were so much is because they were so authentic to the time period, <laughs> damn it.
2: <laughs> oh, snap.
0: Oh. oh, thank you for the time period. And so they got to make it look like, yeah, you had to step over the seal the and into the next room. Well, that how I was back in the day. They didn't have it all perfect in every room. That's how they lived.
1: Anyway,
0: so I finished the dream of splendor.
1: And it was a good drama. So, tell, yeah, I was going to tell me about it. Cause I have not, I've only gotten to episode, I think, two or three. So I'm, I'm coming back for it since I finished, uh, Love and Fairy. But I want to know, you know, like, tell me about it.
0: Okay. So, you know, I'm horrible with names. So I'm just going to focus on male lead, female lead. Like, so I know the female lead is, uh, Panner. Which, <laughs> however they pronounce it, I don't know. But the female lead basically comes from this low cast. Then um, basically her her father was a general at some point or a grandfather or something like that. But they um, picked the wrong side politically, and they became pariahs. And so she grew up like that, and her only option was to like go into entertainment, um, and or to you know be some kind of musician or something like that to get by. But they very much were like maybe a rung up from slavery, pretty okay. much. And so she and her one of her uh and her best friends made a way in the world, and she, in this small town, owned a tea house, and she was in love with this guy who was um a scholar, about to get his degree, which would have led to bigger and better for him, right? Because their scholars were already even to meet a guy who's a scholar, like you know at a time when people couldn't even read. It was like a big deal. So she supported him pretty much. She did that old school fuckboy thing where she, like, had his back and she was really supportive and she paid for his his books and his classes and all his stuff. Did it all because he promised her he was going to marry her and they lived happily. And the show starts when she finds out that he has, once he graduated, he abandoned her. It's like the dude who gets a medical degree and he's like, now that I'm a doctor, deuces, bitch. So he rolls on <laughs> and goes to, like, the, you know, um, one of the main cities in China or whatever, and he's making his way. And she's like, oh, but no, sir, you're not going to play me to the left. My heart may be broken, but not my wallet. you about to pay me back. So things go one way or the other where she is with her tea house. She happens to meet this guy who is mysterious, who's fine, by the way. He comes in the yes, town. He yes, Girl, yes. And so much so that I'm watching another drama by him. Where is that drama? Oh, it's Shiver Down. I'm watching that too. And so he, um basically, is he helps her out at one point, and he's on. He's basically a, the a royal detective, and he's out there trying to solve a case. He's trying to the the big case is that the queen has. There's some proof out in the world that the queen actually was from a lower caste. she re- When she met the king, he reinvented her and gave her a new backstory so that she could be queen, This so that she could be by his side. But somebody has a painting of her, and the painter happened to name the people in the painting, and you can see that not only does it look like her, but he's you can see that she's serving people. So that is there is proof out there in the world that her ass was from a lower caste and that is unacceptable. And so that's his big um goal, his big search, but there's also little stuff going on all the time and he's known as like the like the devil judge almost. That's not the term, but he's he's known as a scary guy who does whatever is necessary to fulfill the needs of the court. And so they kind of form a tentative friendship. She He helped her out. She helped him out at one point. And also, she and her two friends help each other out of bad situations. And, you know, you very much get the impression that, yeah, she's smart. She doesn't get it done perfectly all the time. But they're also women of – they're modern-ish women, right? They are trying to make away from themselves. They're not like – Crying somewhere, leaning on some dudes, like, you gotta save me. They're saving themselves. They're all very accomplished in their own, in their own ways. So it's interesting to watch this drama where you see her pick up, once things fall apart in that small town, she picks up and goes to the same city that her ex is in. And she's like, oh, by the way, I'm about to get my check from this dude because he was trying to play me to the left. And the check that she was trying to get from him after everything was said and done was that painting. She had invested in uh-huh. and one and someone, as payment, gave her that painting. And when she was trying to help him pay for his stuff, she gave him the painting. So she goes back, and because she now knows old devil judge dude, the de- detective, the detective was like, this is what I'm looking for. As long as you don't have it in your hands, you're good, because if you have it in your hands, they're going to come for you. So she's trying to help him out, so all this stuff is going on. Over forty episodes. It is good stuff. I know you might think it's cheap, but it's not cheap, or it's not it's not broke down, or whatever term you use. It Low budget.
2: <laughs>
0: Give it a chance because I I, I, I like know what? that They I are capable. I love that they are capable women. I love that he is fine and he's a capable guy. He's not he's not stupid. You know he has his own backstory story because girl his backstory story is good too. Just that you know.
1: No, he, don't tell me. Don't tell me.
0: It's good. It's good. Because, okay. you know, you understand why he's happy to be with her. Like, the one thing I love of, of, of um, not the one thing, of the many things I love about the show was the series. One was that once he knew he wanted to be with this chick, he wanted to be with that chick. He wasn't like, wishy she crazy or, you know, He now, was he obsessive about it? No. Was he patient with her? Definitely. Did he have other things to focus on? Of course. But he wasn't like a stupid dude. So that was one of the things, cause I hate that about dramas where one or both of the main characters have to be stupid in, in the course of them getting together. Things got in the way of them getting together, but it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't them like being silly. So if you have a chance to catch, uh, Trina Slender, please, please, please do. Um, alright what so else can, so yeah um, Goth Electronics we talked about I'm still watching Go Ahead which is a um, Chinese drama and it's so quality but it also is kind of it's a slice of life drama about this family or two families that um, kind of form one family it's kind of like who you choose to make your family versus just blood, and it is so sweet, and it is 46 episodes. So I am taking my time. It, it came out in 2020, but it's such a solid drama. It's so sweet. It's so heartfelt. Um it, it is heartfelt without it being, like, overdone or stereotypical. And basically what happens is that there is a man who lost his life and he is raising his daughter by himself. And then he um and and he owns this little um like noodle bowl shop, right? He's you know, of modest means, but his daughter is a little bit spoiled, but they're all happy. And then this other guy and his wife and their son move into the same building. Like maybe either above or below, I can't remember and oh, above. And so at first, you know, the couple, the family looks decent, but you come to find out that the um that the family lost the daughter. The the mother wasn't paying attention or something was going on and the daughter ended up dying. And the mother can never get over it. And so she eventually abandoned her husband and her son 'cause she's just like, I can't be with you. And the the spoiled daughter of the the single father is entranced with the son. The son is bitter and angry. He's been watching his parents fight and dealing with his own guilt and dysfunction. And so he hasn't wanted to betray this little spoiled girl but she won't let up. She follows him around. She you know, she even when the, the mother was leaving he wanted to stop the mother, and the um, the daughter, the spoiled little girl, comes over and she's like, "Can I have them?" And the mother is like, "Yeah, you can take them." And she's like, "You're mine now. You're mine now." And it's like bittersweet. It's it's cute, but it's sad at the same time. So you have these two fathers who are basically have found a way to raise these two kids, um, you know, to help each other out because the the husband who got abandoned is a policeman. He's constantly working, and so the young boy starts to hang out with the single father and the daughter. Meanwhile, because the single father is you know is China and they and it's back in the day and they're like this is, like in the 80s or something, and you know the neighborhood is like okay your wife's been dead uh, her, has been gone for like a year. You can't be by yourself. You gotta marry somebody else. And he's he's this quiet, unassuming guy, not a pushover. He's very heartfelt, but very kind. And he basically goes, Okay, I'll meet
1: these women.
0: I'm not gonna make any promises, but I'll meet these women. So he meets a woman who has a son. And the woman is on having a hard time. She's been through a divorce and she's trying to make do, and she has this young son. And so the young son takes to the spoiled little girl because, you know, he's so heartfelt and nice, and the spoiled little girl is like, I don't want to deal with you. I'm like this other boy over here. You know, she's very much about what she's about. And so um, all of a sudden the single father notices that the mother and, and son aren't coming around, and he hears, that the the mother abandoned the son with her family, like decided to go to the city, and so he he was he and the little girl went out to um, to see the little boy on the little you know in the farm because they're out in the rural farm country or whatever, and they see that he is basically dirty and not being taken care of, and so he goes to the the little boy's family and says, Hey, you all know who I am, you know where I am, let me take him. Let me take him and take care of him. And so what happens is you have three kids who get raised by two fathers over decades. You see you see them and and you know, it's easily the first like fifteen episodes where you just deal with their childhood. And now you see them in their twenties and you see that they are You know, and and you see the ups and downs, you see the fights that they have. It's very, it's very comprehensive. It's like this super epic, like, slice of life. Um, I'm not doing it justice. Even if you watch just one or two episodes, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But it's so good, it's just not easy to have to to ingest all at one time. So it's the kind of drama where you're going to watch, like, maybe, Three episodes, then you walk away for a week, and then you come back and watch two episodes, you know? Like, and it depends. That's how, that's how I've been doing it. Maybe mm-hmm. just do it differently. But it's, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, and it's cute and it's funny. So, give it
1: a shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now, let's before, I you, before I let you <laughs> go ahead, back it up to your first drama and the one you just mentioned. Where are you watching these? Oh, okay, my bad. So, okay. um, a,
0: a dream of splendor is on Vicky, and um, go ahead is on. It's saying Netflix and Vicky, but I believe go ahead is on Vicky. Um, okay, that's where I'm watching it. Like when I catch up with it, I just wander over to Vicky, um, and I tend to default to Vicky and then realize unless I know better right away. Um, I defaulted Vicky and then ended up going to, like, Netflix or something. And okay. so the next one is Good Job, and that one gives me kind of the same feel as The Law Cafe. It's not the mm-hmm. same story, but it's kind of, like, um, empty in some ways, but interesting in other ways. I don't know if you checked it out, but mm-hmm. – it's pretty much about, you know, there's a little fantasy element to it. Um, and let me make sure, cause I don't wanna, yeah, I believe it's on, yeah, it's on Fiki. And so, Good Job is pretty much about this, um, this guy who's kind of like, um, a, um, a master of disguise and a spy type dude he's very wealthy, he's a stable son, and he's trying to solve a case. And in the in the course of solving the case, he runs into this woman who's like the super can-do type chick, like got 500 jobs or whatever. And her special skill is that she can see and hear ridiculously well, like superhuman type ability to do it. Now, the, the kryptonite for her is that when she does it too hard, she falls out. She gets sick. It's like her body can't handle. She'll do, like, if she does it in moderation, she's fine. But if she does it with any kind of real gusto, she'll she'll knock out or whatever. And so she ends up as part of his crew because it's him and his sidekick kind of sorry cases and, and searching around. Because the overarching thing for him is that his mother was murdered. They thought it was a, they thought it was a um, car accident, but the diamonds that she was wearing disappeared. And mm. that would be one thing, but then those diamonds reappeared. They're very distinctive diamonds. They reappeared, and they were being sold from person to person. So he finally got his hands on the diamonds, but now he's doing a backtrack to find out who originally sold them, because that's going to tell him who killed his mother. Okay. So he's there's definitely a mystery going on. It's definitely you know it's it's a good fun show. It's just that you know and the comedic elements are are great. Um, you know the male lead is Jung Il Woo or Woo. Okay. Okay. And and I've seen him in lots of stuff. You know, including Cinderella and the Four Nights, and he did High Kick. Like that's the first thing I saw him in. So he's a solid actor. It's not about that. It's just that it's so, um, it's kind of like when I'm watching it, I'm enjoying it, but it's not something that I'm like, oh, I'm missing it, you know? So I'm not really worried about, I know I'm going to come back to it at some point. I'm just not pressed. Um, and that's why I said it's kind of like, you know, the launch I say. It's like, oh, okay, the hope you watch it. But I'm sure at some point, hopefully, fingers and toes crossed, um at some point I'll finish it.
1: Okay. And so the
0: next one is Sleeper Hit, um, which is Say the it again? Japanese, it's Sleeper
1: hit. Oh sleeper. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sleeper Hit. It's the Japanese version of um today's webtoons. Right. I don't know if you finished today's webtoons. I finished I it. Did. I did enjoy it. And it's worth watching Sleeper Hit because you can really see the difference in tone. You can see the things that are similar, the obvious differences. If we ever do a episode on um, today's webtoons, then I may talk more about what the difference is uh, between that and Sleeper Hit. But Sleeper Hit is very Japanese, and I'm enjoying it. It's not – I don't think it's going to have that element, the strong element of romance of today's webtoon. but it's very, it is entertaining, Um and sometimes I don't, you may not relate to this, but I enjoy Japanese dramas, so sometimes I need a palate cleanse from like Chinese and Korean dramas, and so it's nice to watch the very distinctiveness of Japanese drama, so that's why I'm enjoying that. Okay. Um, the next one I have is Love and Contract, and um, sometime this week, um, Sun Grey will put out the clip from the show that she, um, she found, and um, it's a good drama. I mean, I'm sure you can talk to it, too, but it's... It is the quintessential drama from that actress and a, a typical rom-com drama. There are elements that maybe I don't love, but overall I love that show because – and that show, of course, is on Vicky. Did I say what the superhead is also on Vicky? so just to let you know. But um, I enjoy Loving Contracts so far. Um, it is a drama that I try to catch up with every week. Um, I like the lead actress, min, uh, Park min Young. She's mm-hmm. the classic. Um, I, I would dare say that she is the um, rom-com queen of South Korea. And one of the things I love about her, even though I think I've heard maybe from you or someone else or read somewhere, people are like, oh, she does the same kind of role over and over again. I don't find that because she always plays a um, smart, beautiful woman who is capable. She doesn't play silly leads. She doesn't, play, you know, like she's not yeah. like, she's, she doesn't tumble over her own feet. She's always hyper-capable. I like that. I want to see that. Like, you know, no one, I don't know about you, but well, I know about you, like we grow up, and we didn't, like, live our lives trying to be stupid. I was the (laughs) mistake.
2: Like, Uh if we made
0: mistakes, we made mistakes. But we didn't go to work not trying to be professional. We didn't live our lives not trying to be capable. So I don't really um, relate to female needs that they purposely make stupid or make you know, incapable of, like, doing anything or just wilted over to the side. Like, I don't like that. So when I see a drama from her, I'm like, okay, at least the female lead ain't going to be silly. Let's see what she's about now, you know. Um, And if you all don't already know, it is about this woman who, uh, due to her traumatic childhood, um, has sold her services as a wife. As a girlfriend and wife, and are primarily a wife. And what she does is, um, it, there's at least a high probability that she's going to marry a guy and go through um, a social life with him in order to help him save face. And then at some point, she divorces this guy. So she marries and divorces over and over again. Now I don't get the impression, and, and I'm pretty, I'm like ninety-eight percent sure she is not sleeping with these dudes. She is only like marrying them and acting as their wives and, and serious, you know, um, partners to to help them get ahead socially. And so um, she's now at this point where she wants to quit. Where she she's paid off everything. She's paid off the woman that she who raised her because she came from a group home or from an um, orphanage and she's trying to turn over and move on to the next phase in her life. But the last guy that she married, she kinda had a crush on. And he seems to have Asperger's syndrome or some kind of social anxiety or some I don't know how it works, but he clearly has his own history, his own trauma that he's working through. And and we learn more about that as time goes on. And he doesn't want to let her go. I mean he but like, he doesn't know he doesn't want to let her go. He's very, very, very <laughs> polite, and he's very attentive to her, but he's totally out of touch with his own emotions. So he's not the dude who's like, oh, I really like you. Let me push myself forward. He's, he's, if he were that type of dude, he would not have hired her. And you find out, I'm not going to give things away because they purposely made it seem like he was one way and felt like episode three or something like that, and you find out something else about him. But you you do realize that he's stilted in his way, and so she's a great balance for him. But before that, to kind of, like, maybe figure out their own shit and get together, there's this other guy, this actor, who's always had a crush on her, and he knew her from when he was younger, and he gets in between them. And you see them try to figure out how to, like, get to the other end. And it is interesting to me. I mean, what do you think, Sunrise?
1: I'm gonna agree. I'm I'm in, I'm intrigued. I'm enjoying, but I'm gonna also say there's there's a little missing here for me as well. So one of the things that happens and let lets me know when a drama is not like truly, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> truly captivating me and holding me as if I could pause, go do like five to ten things, and then come back. And this one, I've done that several times, so I'm going, uh-oh, something's happening here because it's not captivating me to hold on the entire time through. Mind you, I love Parkman Young, and I mean love. I love Parkman Young. Um, I like Go – geez, I'm going to mess his name up. Uh, yeah, let, let me pull me his name. Go Kim Go, go Pyong Pyong. Pyong, and I like Kim J. Young. I like – the three main leads, a lot. They're you know good actors. I like the things I've seen them in. Some of the side characters I like a lot as well. the The husband, best gang. I like him. He's a great sidekick to the story, and you know helps to jump in and for all the right places. Um, the mother, she's very cold, and with the mother figure, she's very cold and does her part well. Like they have the elements there. They've got the stuff there, but then for some reason, something's not like sticking it for me. So like, I'm interested to find out what's going to happen. I'm interested to know who she's going to land up with because I feel like there is an equal play for both of them right now. She seems to like one over the other, but the other one keeps kind of like, like you said, just getting in the middle and making his his way. I don't know if he's going to be the one that they delve towards. I don't know. We'll see. But At any rate, there's something there, though, that just makes me go, I don't know what it is about this drama, but it's missing something for me.
0: Well, you know what? It's like um, I would have to think about it more, and maybe I will, like, use every bit of brain cells I have to sit in a corner at some point and think about it because I need to understand, and maybe I used to know this, but I can't figure it out right now, the difference between a great rom-com and a good rom-com. You know, like, you can have all the bits and pieces. Like, for example, the last one she did was, um, right. She did love, she did, uh, forecasting love and weather. That was very empty. And I didn't hate it. And it wasn't like there were not all the pieces, but there's a very big difference between forecasting love and weather and her private life. Her private life, I really enjoyed. What's wrong with Secretary Kim? I really enjoyed.
1: So I'm And like, even though people talk trash about it, I enjoy it when the weather is fine. Yes, it was slow. Yes, it was, as I've heard, dry. It had all of those, you know, but it was one of those slow burns. It was on purposeful, slow. It was on purposeful, but I enjoyed it.
0: We can agree to disagree. I didn't hate it. Like, it's not like I'm like, oh, go pick rocks. But I did not. Um, I even want to say I can't even remember the ending, and I know I watched the whole thing. Like, some some dramas, I mean, we, maybe there's something wrong right. Right, and there, there you go
1: right there. When there are those things that you have that just don't click for you, you, you know, it is what it is. Right. I
0: mean, in general, not everyone's going to have the same feel, but, like, when it comes to love and contract, I agree with you. There feels like there's a little bit of emptiness there. And and I'll just have to sit and think about what that is because um there's some dramas, there's some rom coms, they grab you, they hold on to you and they drag you all the way to the end. Like you'd be uh, cracked out sitting in the corner rocking yourself, waiting for the next episode. And and it's not because you're just like, okay, I'm not pressed. It's because there's something about maybe the richness of story, the uniqueness of story, maybe it's um the characters. I don't know. Maybe it's the male lead. I, I'll tell you, with um Love and Contrast, I'm very happy with um Go QQ, even though I can't say his name. I'm happy with him. I didn't like him. I didn't like the look of him in um what is it we just saw? Um, so vibe. I don't like the look of him oh, and he vibe at all. But when I say he is definitely a cutie patootie, <laughs> oh, so he he's definitely a cutie patootie. And this, I'm happy. Like I'm happy with him as lead. I I think he has a nice bit of quiet swagger about him. Like when you see him in scenes, I'm like, of course, Ted, go on the belt because I'm belting for you. Like do this, do this, I right. um, like. <laughs> You know the actor, he kind of gets on my nerves a little bit because he's spoiled and it just gets on my nerves. But so to me, it's just like the folks who get in between the two male lead. I mean, two not two male leads. Mm, different type of story. Yeah, I watched that too. But get between the female and male lead. Um, so it's just a matter of okay, how do they eventually get together and what kind of secrets are going to come out because love and contract is very much about secrets. You know. The secrets of her past, the secrets of his past.
1: I'm going to say, you obviously haven't watched the latest episode, correct? No, no. Oh, I'm I'm going to need you to watch. I'm going to need you to watch because another secret comes out, and that secret was like, oh, okay. Now, mind you, we knew, but that ain't how old girl put that out there. But go ahead. Go ahead. Right.
0: I got seven and eight. Like, when I get off this call with you, that's what I'm going (laughs) to be doing. So... You know, especially when I was going through my list, I was like, oh, I've got to finish catching up with this and this and, you know, a little bit of that. Because um, unless you have something, do you have something to add about love and contract?
1: No, no.
0: Okay. So I haven't been able to get to my love and contract because I've been watching May It Please the Court. I've been binge watching May It Please the Court. I'm on episode <laughs> eight of May It Please the Court because it is weird and quirky and, you know, just basic law firm procedural drama with some, you know, melodramic elements in it. You know, Chick is basically like supposed to be the maid's daughter, but you might think that she's the illegitimate granddaughter of a tribal family, right? There is that hint. And she is um in this law firm and then and it very much let me just say it it very much gives me elements of why her the the drama why her uh uh-huh, okay um, because she um is at the law firm and she does her job too well and then she gets sent away. She for all intents and purposes gets fired and she ends up as a public defender in this small town. And her kind of like quote unquote uncle type figure is like we're not going to outwardly fire you but we're going to move, you know, go be a public defender for a while and then we'll bring you back. And there's, it is all of 12 episodes. It is not a long drama. Um, It's kind of like a pocket drama. Like you, from the very beginning people are getting killed and there is a huge mystery and there is like what could be a love interest with the elder public defender, um, because in this small town, like people are just dying left and right, and so it 's leading back to her family and leading back to her old law firm and um, leading back to even one of her earliest cases when she was an intern with her law firm and so it is interesting to watch and the thing about um, the, this female lead, uh, Joe R- R- Rio One, I always say her name wrong. I don't get it right. She's a chick from my lovely Samsung that that um, Hung Bin had a crush on who left for America and came back. That's her. And <laughs> if you look her up, it's, let me try it again. Young Rio One, she's well known. She's been in the game for a second. Um, I knew her first from My Lovely Samson. I loved her. And Which Star Are You From? If you got a chance to watch that one, back in the day, it was it was the drama that would make me cry. And I cried constantly. She was always, she was from this small town, running to the big city. And every time the big city would chew up and stir her out, and she'd end up back at home, and she'd cry on her mother's shoulder, and then they would, like, do some. You know silly uh silly Betty oh, and walk of love thing. she was in walk of love, she's been in everything, okay. yeah, I should have said walk of love, history of the salary man, the kid of dramas, witch's court, you know um, she's been in a life and and the interesting thing is she must have wanted to be a a lawyer in another life because <laughs> because she has played a lawyer easily three times. Um, including May it Please the Court. So I enjoy when stuff comes out with her, I'm like, Let me give it a shot and so that's why I looked at May it Please the Court, and I dropped a clip. If you wanna see that on, um, you know, any oh, she's Australian.
1: Now. Oh yeah, girl, she speaks English like fluent. Well, she's Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um where are you watching this? Oh, thank you for that. Thank you for bringing me back. <laughs>
0: um, I am watching this on Hulu. Okay, so here's the weird thing about this drama. Five Note, This is a Disney Plus drama, and they worked some kind of hook-in where they're actually putting
1: it on Hulu. And this is not Well, it's not one. just this one. It's a few of them that Disney right. has showing up on Hulu. Right. And I'm like, if that's the can I, the
0: kind of contour you got to do to get it to American audiences, this is what you got to do. Does it look weird as well? Okay, yes. But I thought who so let's do this.
1: Yeah, I don't, uh, so. Okay. okay. Well,
0: yeah. Well, we'll figure something out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, I'm watching Yahoo! And I, I don't know where I was, at the party or something, because I was able to knock out the first eight episodes. I got four more to go. I'm looking forward to them. I enjoyed it. So I that's what's taken over this weekend. I was just like binge watching. Like in the middle of the night, I fall asleep, wake up, start watching May It please the Court again. <laughs> like, I was, I was enjoying the show. And the melody is hilarious. They, The comedic timing is super on point. If you saw the clip that was posted, just stellar, just really great acting all around. So if you can catch it, catch it. Um, And so the male actor in, um, what do you call it, and his name is, how about that, Chen Zhao. Chen Zhao, he was in, um, what do you call it, Um, A Dream of Splendor. I liked him so much in that show, I mean, in that show. <laughs> and i went to watch him in Simmer Down. And I'm just at the beginning of Simmer Down. It's like interviews to lovers type drama, you know, Chinese drama, the true can catch on Vicky, and pretty much um, it's a lawyer versus this TV personality. He's a TV personality. He's joking and disinterested And she's a warrior who's very um, earnest and hurt herself. And um, they start off as kind of in a combative type situation, and they are um, slowly but surely going to become friends and then lovers. So I've just started it. It's interesting, um, but, again, you can only focus on so many, you know, for so long. So it's like I caught – one episode, and then I'm going to go back in and watch it, watch some more. Um, the next one is Taxi Driver. I thought a clip for Taxi Driver. Oh.
1: Did you watch Taxi Driver? I started Taxi Driver. I didn't finish it.
0: Okay. Taxi Driver, I don't know if you've ever watched this American show. Did you ever watch Person of Interest? No. Okay. Well, Person, person of Interest is, um, you know, this. um, I forget the actors, they're all very good. I think it was a CBS show at the time. It's been like something like seven years or something, maybe in ten years, my God. Um, but basically, you know, one of those um vigilante type group goes out and solves cases and helps the disenfranchised franchise and folks that can't help themselves. That's what taxi driver is. Like, dude is a badass and he goes out with um, he's the the taxi driver and the crew of hackers and and you know like um, a whole team and their goal is to like help the disenfranchised and the you know and folks who've been taken advantage of. So um, there may be some overarching stuff going on with the show, but I don't know it yet because I'm like I think I'm like three shows in at this point.
1: And
0: Affecting so, huh? yeah, you're, and you're on he, episode three, yeah, something like that. And it's EJ, e, and he uh-huh. is always fine, always fine. So, it's not like it's a hardship for me to look at his ass. And mm-hmm. the show is from 2021, and in there, I guess it's so popular that they're going to have a season two in 2023. Mm-hmm. so there's going to be a taxi driver too so I was like let me go catch up
1: because a and lot get... of people really enjoy Taxi Driver so I like got to probably like episode 10 somewhere in there and mm-hmm. for me I really did enjoy the storyline but it was just gory like there was a lot of killing mm-hmm. and that you was know, it's, it's very the... dark. Yeah, it's
0: very dark it gives me kind of noir type feeling about it Um, I'm trying Remember, hold on, let me look up something super quick. You all put up with me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um it's like I'm I'm doing that thing where um you gotta travel from one person to another to um to remember the name of something. It's not Kevin Koffner. Okay, that's what I'm going to use. Ryan Gosling. You all don't know this, but the hustle is real when you have to – okay, Blade Runner. Woo, my brain. So it gives me Blade Runner. Not in that it has a sci-fi element, but because it is very noir, it's very dark, it's just – it's not um it's not right
1: (laughs) what do you think no i mean from what i saw again the concept because like you said the vigilante and how they were working i loved it and again ej hoon yeah why not so i definitely was okay with all of that i liked his little crew i liked how they had their stuff set up because they were very on it they you know they were seamless in helping people get their their justice for situations that were happening, I just again it was the there was too much too dark it was too dark for me
0: right. And so, so I, I had knew to him first from from the um, series Signal, and I really enjoyed him in Signal. I'm mad that they I right before I think the pandemic or somewhere early in you know like 2020 or something like that they talked about doing a um, season two for Signal, um, which is like the um, it's like um, the movie frequency. Like they're reaching back to the cops working together, talking on um, like a, a little walkie-talkie
1: to yeah, someone in the past, like that. Hmm? So there's a few that that kind of hit this mark because there's the one right. I think it was called uh-huh. Train or something. So there's a few of those.
0: Right. And he was in the one signaling. So that's when I saw him. And I was like, okay, you know, he's arrogant, but, you know, handsome. And it's cool to watch him in that. So that, tomorrow with you. And I didn't really, I saw Move to Heaven. Or I saw this is Move to Heaven. But Move to Heaven was like not, um, I don't know. It was just okay to me. Um, so I didn't. I it love wasn't Move like, to
1: Heaven just as far as I go ahead.
0: Right, right, right. Different shows for different folks. So it's like I started to see him there, but I didn't see it to like it for it to be to stick in my mind for him. Um, And then there's One Dollar Lawyer, which I desperately want to see, but um, is it going to be on Disney or something? It already
1: is. One Dollar Lawyer is airing currently.
0: But it's like on Disney or something.
1: Yes, it's a Disney drama. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's why it's like invisible to me. It's like, you know. mm-hmm. so, so I want to see it. Like I look at it and I go, I want to see you, but where can I see you? Oh, Disney! Damn it! Um, so whenever Disney wants to put that on Hulu, I'll be right there with my popcorn ready to go. Okay. But until then, at I present,
1: know. I just say middle finger to Disney. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we talk about it. We talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, until, they, until you do my right, me, everything Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so after packing fact along, we got two more. So there's three both siblings, which I dropped a clip for three both siblings because it is hilarious. Sometimes it's frustrating, but by and large, it is hilarious. Um, the, the overarching story is a romance between this woman, like in her late 30s, who had this romance with this guy who was an actor, and he basically threw her to the side for his career because, you know, he couldn't look like he was in a relationship, and she was being bullied because, you know, women can't let other women win. It's so rude. Um, And so years later, he they're dealing with each other again. He's trying to win her heart, and she is not pressed about him. And she is one of three siblings who are just, in a family, you know, it's a family drama, trying to get by. And I think the, the scene that I dropped was basically she went to a dinner because her younger sister was going to get married, and the grandmother, who is partial to the younger sister and not at all to her because of how their family was switched together, She's was like, um, why don't you give your own, the, the condo that you are, like, full-on mortgage, not even apartment. Your your home, why don't you give it to your sister and your sister's fiance and why don't you move home? And she's like, What? So she walks out the room like hurt, you know, like why do they keep on treating me like a stepchild. She goes back in. You fully expect her to like do the old school traditional South Korean female Z thing where she, like, falls on her floor, gives up the apartment, and this time, she just like, but no, why don't you get the hell out of my house? How about that? Ooh. You can live with me. How about you get the hell on? How about you all get the hell on? That's when I realized I was going to like this drama. Oh, it, yeah, i have
1: to check it out. All righty then. Yes.
0: yes, it is trope-heavy, and the tropes are okay. turned on the ear. So, like, for example, the very last clip I, I dropped, if you all want to go to Twitter or everywhere else, was that she was talking to her friend and she told her friend, Hey, you know, old dude who used to like me back in the day, you know, the the actor, his mama just called me because they lived in the same neighborhood. Like they grew up together too. So it wasn't like he was just this guy who's an actor. It was like they kind of grew up together as kids. And she was like, the mama just called me talking about can we meet? And her friend was like, You know what's up, right? And she was like, What? She's like, You know she's gonna throw some water on you, right? Like in the farmers. <laughs> Gonna throw some water on you, and she's gonna offer you some money to leave his ass alone, and so then you see her. Like imagine the scenario of that going down, and that's what I posted. So y'all check that out because that is hilarious. Eight, okay, three bold this Where are we watching this? Okay, okay, Vicky, this one is definitely a Vicky. Cocoa, um, oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cocoa, cocoa, and on <laughs> um, Vicky. I'm sorry. You know, sometimes it's a fine line because every once in a while, I'll be thinking, oh, it's on cocoa, and it's like, no, 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 it's really just on Vicky, Vicky. But this one is Vicky and cocoa. So if you can catch that, dope. And the very last one is written in Taipei. Now I picked this up on the fly because I. If I'm gonna watch a Chinese drama more often than not, it has the it has to be very modern. Um, the exception of course is what I mentioned earlier, go ahead. Um, but it's this one is weird and interesting because it's a woman who moves to and, and mind you, this this is a weird kind of um Women of Taipei is like one of a series of women in whatever, like women in Taiwan, women in, you know, South Korea, women in – it's kind of like part of this larger um, theme or whatever. And actually I'm reading now it says um, adapted from the column Tokyo Women's Campaign Serialized in 2015. So like there is a women in Tokyo. And – This one, Women in Taipei, is closely related um, to – I'd have to pull it up again. I'm sorry, you guys, because it's similar to one of the other ones in that this woman moves to town, and you see her dealing with being in this new city. You see her dealing with romance you see her being dumped. You see her picking up another boyfriend, living with that boyfriend, dumping that boyfriend. Like, you you really get that whole slice of life. You know, this woman in particular like, gets to um, Taipei and she has one boyfriend. He dumps her. She's living with her aunt. Then she gets home. The aunt is like, you got to go. Then she ends up in this tiny little shack of a space. And she ends up working in customer service, you know, she has a degree, and then she hustles and hustles and ends up in marketing, but the hustle and marketing is number two, so you just really are following this woman. It's all of 11 episodes, so it is interesting. If you can catch it, do. I am going to watch it. It's just not going to be, like, tier one. It's going to be tier two because it, it feels really real, y'all, like, <laughs> She's going through some stuff. And I'm just like, okay, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be reminded of, you know, my twenties on the Huffle and being scared. We're going to be homeless. Like, I don't want to think about all that. So you can, now the way they're making this thing seem, they're mentioning this show like it's on Disney, but I saw it on Hulu. So it may be another one of those, um, one of those Disney Hulu shows if you want to catch it. And it, again sure. it's called Women in Taipei. Okay. Woo. That was a I lot, know, right? That was a lot. We've been watching a lot. I thought we would have more overlap, frankly.
1: I was counting on it. Um Yeah no. You and I do have are, very um, thirty eight minutes in. Right.
0: Yeah. That's why I'm not editing the heck out of this. This is going right. It's going directly out there to you guys. I can't do it. I lose my mind. I first to slid my wrist and stuff. Um, see, that's what I maybe should um, edit out, but I'm not going to do that either because this ain't for kids. It's all exclusive. Anyway, so, so right. Is there anything you want to
1: add, any show you forgot, anything you're looking forward to coming up that you're super hyped about? I am looking forward to The Fabulous coming out in November, I think the 8th, but not 100% sure. I'm looking forward to that. Choi Min-ho, uh, yes, ooh, ooh, ooh. from, um, dang it, what group is he? Oh, Shine, shiny, Shine, shiny. I guess is how you pronounce it. Yeah, but that K-pop group, he's a member of that, but he's also like an uh, actor who I fell in love with before I knew he was a K-pop member.
0: Okay, and I'm looking. And Toys and
1: Din, I believe, is the female lead. And yeah, the two of them together, that sounds like fun.
0: I see this on Netflix. What about it is, other than that they are the lead? Is it something about the story? Did you see it? Yeah, trailer? I have no clue
1: what. You know good and well I am not that person. <laughs> even watch I don't even know why
0: you're asking. Oh my gosh. So do you know what it's about? I just,
1: you, did you not just hear me say, you know, I am not that person. I don't go digging for all of that information. The trailer that I saw just looks fun. The two of them I like as actors and actors you know, I like their acting. And I'm excited to see them in the drama. So, yeah, there it is. I'm looking forward to you it. Well,
0: see, at least, at least you had a trailer. That's what I was trying to get to. I was trying to get, like, what at all. The trailer
1: doesn't give you any, anything. Like literally, I, I didn't get anything from it. If someone else did, please share with me, but I didn't get anything from it. But again, I did not look it up. I did not go looking to see what the premise was or what the storyline was. No, I didn't do any of that.
0: Wow. Well, it's on Netflix. So yes. uh, we'll both check it out. I, I at least, am going to read the synopsis on my drama list. And if I want to watch that or not. Um. I always kind of give like an extra 5% if it's on Netflix because I assume the quality is going to be decent, you know. Um, it doesn't guarantee <laughs> I'm going to watch it, but I give it a little bit extra, a little bit. Um, so <sighs> I think we have done quite a rundown.
1: Yes, I, and, I feel the same.
0: And next time we do a rundown, um, it'll be what, a month or two later? Cause some of this, is good. it won't be a repeat. You know, we can't – we don't need to repeat what we're watching if we've already right. mentioned it. But um, we will um, also put up our video, like the one we did recently, where we just showed you from my family what we were watching. Um, and we encourage you to not just look at it, but make suggestions. If you're missing something, that you're like, oh, I am watching this show – it's not on your list. One of y'all needs to check it out. Please, please, please tell us because you see some of this stuff is like on the list because we're halfway interested. But if there's something that's better, then you know, give us give us your suggestions. Don't just take our suggestions. Give yours. Is there anything else, on Ray Before we hang out?
1: No, I'm good. I think we've we've run the gamut.
0: Okay. Well. This is Black Girl Soul. I am something else with
1: Song Ray. Bye. Okay. <clears throat>